1: i here. Happy Tuesday. Let me tell you, this is probably going to be the first or well, actually, you know what? I did this once before. This was going to be the second and only second time that I ever bring my butt to the radio station without actually typing up my notes. I know that I have some notes somewhere. Hold on. However, these are not the notes the way that I really like for them to be written out, but it's at least enough to keep me on task. It's nothing worse than doing a video and just being all over the place. You know what I'm saying? So today we got to talk about, uh, Brianna Taylor, Beyonce, Irv Gotti versus the internet, because for some reason he keeps talking about his relationship with Ashanti. And we also have to talk about some upcoming interviews that we are going to have right here on the Rewind with Besa, which I cannot wait to not only drop, but some of them are still coming up. So I have an interview that I'm doing tomorrow and then I have an interview that I'm doing on Thursday. So yeah, we're going to get into all of that today on the Rewired with Basel, okay? Stay locked. Now, first things first okay uh currently we are still editing the interview that i did with kj Wright. however we do have some photos from the interview that i can show you guys and i am actually really excited to drop this interview it was really really fun interview definitely didn't expect for him to be so talkative now he did say for some reason everyone always assumes that he doesn't talk a lot but really he's just a very observant person and once he gets comfortable around you it's all good so can't wait to drop that interview for you all and of course, in other things that happen to be connected with interviews, looks like the Biden administration has declared the monkeypox outbreak as a public health emergency. Now, here's a tingling when it comes to monkeypox, okay? Obviously, I am not a doctor. And at this particular point, like I said before, I'm really kind of over the whole let me watch the news and let me find out what's going on with this new disease or health illness, whatever you want to call it. Like I can only get so much from a news anchor. That's actually not a doctor. Like at some point I need a doctor to come out and actually break something down to me and preferably a doctor that I actually know and trust. So check this out. Tomorrow I am interviewing Dr. Sydney Nelson and he is going to come on here and talk to us all about this monkey Situation. And I'm excited because I think that. The, the thing that happened with COVID is we all had so many freaking questions. We all had so many things that we just didn't understand. We all had so many things to where it was just like, okay, what is really going on here? And uh, who do I trust? What information do I trust? Eventually, people just started grabbing their damn information off of TikTok. And personally, I had to make it to where I stopped seeing people, no shade, that had the monkey pox on my TikTok because it was very, very just alarming out of nowhere after watching something super funny, okay? Okay. It's one of those things where I'm like I I like where's the vaccine? Why don't we have enough vaccine for everybody? Why is it so hard for people to get the vaccine? I'm hearing that people are flying to different states to get it, but yet this isn't a new disease. So I just have a lot of questions and I would rather ask an actual doctor then continue watching the news and having someone reiterate facts that they potentially got from a doctor, if that makes any sense. Now, in other news, uh, this case right here apparently took so much sense that just wasn't that damn common that it had to go all the way up to the FBI for civil right charges against the four officers who killed Breonna Taylor to actually be put in freaking place. I'm not going to get too technical with this because like I said, I do not like coming on here and miss speaking on anything that is very newsy, especially something this sensitive. So either way, if I'm not mistaken, their attorney general said that he was not going to fall to the pressures of convicting the officers. But yet it comes out that it was all planned. It comes out that there were falsified documents and it took for the FBI to be like, Something just doesn't smell right in the buttermilk, okay? Like, I I feel that you cut this with some water somewhere. It's crazy that in a world where trying to get justice for brown people, and you have a brown person that basically has this case in his hands, and he just tosses it out, like, from the sounds of it, if he would have actually done some research and actually looked into the files and just wasn't sitting here like, oh, this is just another movement. I don't want to fall to pressures of the movement. I feel like it would have been common sense for him to make sure that these officers were charged. But yet you you made it to where the FBI had to come in. So look, you guys, we have some news clips about what's been going on when it comes to the case of Brianna Taylor and the mini win that it is for her family that these officers are now about to be charged, potentially. Say her name Breonna Taylor. Say her
0: nearly two and a half years after Brianna Taylor died in a hail of police gunfire during a botched drug raid, igniting a storm of protest across the country. Today, federal prosecutors charged four current and former Louisville police officers with civil rights offenses, unlawful conspiracy, unconstitutional use of force and obstruction in connection with a 26-year-old emergency medical technician's death.
1: Breonna Taylor should be alive today.
0: Specifically, Attorney General Merrick Garland accused three officers of lying to a judge to get the search warrant being executed that night as Taylor and her boyfriend slept, neither the target of the raid. We
1: allege that the defendants knew their actions in falsifying the affidavit could create a dangerous situation, and we allege these unlawful acts resulted in Ms. Taylor's death.
0: Prosecutors say the officers tried to cover up their actions afterwards, with two even meeting in a garage late one night and agreeing to tell investigators a false story.
2: It was acknowledged that they violated her constitutional rights as an American citizen who have the right to life, liberty and the pursuit
0: of happiness. The officers have claimed they fired in self-defense after Taylor's boyfriend shot at them. Until now, the only officer charged in the case had been found not guilty of recklessly firing into an apartment next to Taylor's. Her mother, Tamika Palmer, says she has been counting the days for justice. Today's overdue,
1: but it still hurts. I've waited 874 days for today. Louisville's police chief immediately
0: moved to fire the two officers still on the force. And the Justice Department continues a separate investigation into the entire police department's overall policies and practices.
1: Now, I do also have some footage from the conference where it was truly like announced and explained um, why the DOJ actually decided to charge these four officers. I mean, we knew why, but it's actually great to actually hear it and see it in this moment. Like like her mom said, this is overdue. Okay, it still hurts, but it gives me a wee bit of hope. Just a wee. We allege that the defendants knew their actions in falsifying the affidavit could create a dangerous situation. And we allege these unlawful acts resulted in Ms. Taylor's death. The charges announced today also alleged that the officers responsible for falsifying the affidavit that led to the search took steps to cover up their unlawful conduct after Ms. Taylor was killed.
3: Two current and two former Louisville, Kentucky, police officers were hit with federal charges this week in connection with the 2020 botched raid that led to Brianna Taylor's death. Earlier, I spoke with Benjamin Crump, attorney for Brianna Taylor's family. Mr. Crump, welcome back to this Sunday show. The Justice Department charges against those four officers come after Kentucky had failed to prosecute three of the four police officers for Brianna's death. Your reaction to this move?
2: Well, Jonathan Capehart, uh, my reaction and the family's reaction is first, thank God that Kentucky Attorney General Daniel Cameron did not have the last word in relations to whether or not Breonna Taylor would get justice. And Breonna Taylor's family, especially her mother, Tamika Palmer, is so grateful to Attorney General Merrick Garland and uh, Christian Clark, the Assistant Attorney General who has the Civil Rights Division, for having the courage to follow the facts wherever they lead. And for the first time in the history that police officers are charged for killing a black woman in the United States of America on the federal level. It is something that is historic on every level and it's inspiring to many of us who went out and voted for this administration to say, we want to believe in the concept of liberty and justice for all, and that means Breonna Taylor and black women. Mm mm-hmm. um, But uh,
3: uh, attorney Crump, um, you of all people are also m- mindful of the law, but also mindful of just how much higher the stakes are and higher that the evidentiary uh, procedures are when it comes to federal cases and also how difficult it is to um, pro- not just prosecute, but convict police officers or former police officers in, in the killings of civilians particularly African-Americans. How confident are you that the Justice Department will be successful in holding all four of those police officers accountable for Breonna Taylor's death?
2: Well, Jonathan, you and I have been uh, working and talking about these matters since Trayvon Martin. Mm And in those 10 years, what we have known is you can never take for granted that uh, African-Americans will get equal justice when a police officer kills them unjustly. But we look at this justice at our department under the Biden administration, and what they have shown us is a precedent set in Germany. George Floyd. The police officers who killed him were convicted on the federal level. Ahmaud Arbery, the young black man who was lynched for jogging while black, were all those... Amongst the lynch mob were convicted on the federal level. So we are hopeful. We're as optimistic as ever.
1: And honestly, I'm encouraged too. because here's the tingling. For DOJ to pull up and be like, no, we are charging these people. What we're not going to do is continue covering this up. I feel like Brianna Taylor's case is the tip of the iceberg at this point for everything else that is now going to start coming down the pipeline because you know we always talk about when you know officers probably covered something up but not only did the fbi uncover that they were covering something up (laughs) but they're now charging these officers for it and i can't find the particular clip but they're apparently There's uh, there's evidence now that some of the officers met up in a freaking garage at night or something like that and created a plan for what and how they were going to lie about everything. The simple fact that they apparently and and if I'm not mistaken, I want to say it's um the girl that's not currently locked up and she's cooperating and she plans on pleading guilty clearly somebody is speaking okay i am very very intrigued to see what is going to play out i'm very very intrigued to see if there is going to be jail time or what kind of jail time that they can get you know when it comes to things like this i definitely am going to now also look for an attorney to talk to about something like this because i really want to get real technical like not so technical to where it's boring but I want to know like what are these officers facing is there a statute of limitation here like I don't like just spewing out things because I feel like it becomes confusing and it kind of like waters down what's happening right about now and what's happening right now is someone like me I really do want to know what's next and also who else can potentially get in trouble for something like this? Because obviously, if it had to get all the way up to the FBI, there's a few layers in here of different people that were covering up this situation and all knew about it. So I really want to know who else is in trouble for this. So I'm going to keep you guys posted on whenever I get someone that is a expert guest that can let us know what else is going on in this Breonna Taylor case. Real quick, you guys, before I show you the Hamilton preview, because, you know, I got to remind you guys You'll see Hamilton. I want to remind you of the Friends of Waterfront events, okay? These are great events. They're free. Heck, we got Mataraka Festival going on on the 13th and that's going to be a wood. So of course, as I always say, if there's a day and you just feel like, you know what? I don't really know what I want to get into today. Go on over to this website, okay? This right here, waterfrontparkseattle.org. Hit up the events page and make sure you find yourself an amazing event to go to and enjoy your best life over at Pier 62 while the sun is still out. Because don't get me wrong, it's not it's, it's not a bad thing to be over on the water when it's like in October. But you know, going to well feels real good when it's 85 degrees and you are on Pier 62. Anyway, you guys, we're gonna go do a quick commercial break, and when we come back, we gotta talk about Beyonce, Irv Gotti, and you know what? I might even have to toss in Marshawn Lynch. They locked to rewind with base I'm past patiently waiting I'm
0: passionately in every expectation every action I'm laughing in the and sorrow and some, I'm thinking past tomorrow <laughs> <laughs>
4: Sure. Not win.
1: Win. Not my, not show. welcome back to the rewind with Besa. happy tuesday so look at this you guys uh beyonce apparently scored her seventh number one album with renaissance and her first solo hot 100 song since who get this 2009 with break my soul along with all 16 songs from renaissance simultaneously charting like how freaking dope is that you know what's so crazy when renaissance first came out a lot of people were like oh i'm not really feeling it and even i was just like i don't even think i necessarily said that i wasn't feeling it it just really wasn't what i was into in that moment um but it wasn't bad i said so multiple times the album has great energy like the music in it is great energy and I really think that you know in a world where we just have so many things going on like the amount of car crashes and and it's not even normal car crashes like these are some freak accident you know fast and furious style car accidents that are going on Um, there's just so much pain and heartache right now out here in this world so to have an album like Beyonce's album Renaissance that it's just really a lot of feel good let go live your best life music I just feel like it's necessary you know and I recently started listening to it again i want to say last weekend and I've like really started to fall in love with the album and the energy that i feel from the album and I know some people feel a little crazy when people talk about energy because then they think about spirits and things of that nature that's fine that's fine <laughs> um, but at the end of the day there is there is an energy behind this album and I feel like The people that are supposed to get it will get it. And the people that aren't supposed to get it just won't. And that's okay because the album is number one. So obviously, there's a lot of us that are filling that album, and maybe it's just not your cup of tea. And if that's the particular case, well, child, just grab another brand of matcha tea. Like you'll be all right. Anywho, you guys, um, in other news, um, okay, shows called Drink Champs. It's a really, really good podcast show. Some people don't like it. Some people think it's trash. I think it is highly entertaining, okay? In a world where, for the most part, artists, when they go and they do these interviews, it's almost as if, you know, they have to be, their best selves. They have to be on their best behavior. But it's something about this drink champs, and I know it's not just the drinks. There are plenty of podcasts that have liquor and weed on there, and it doesn't always go this left, except for when you're on Angela Yee's lip service. Sometimes her podcast can go a little left. Either way, um, I, I feel like The way that I personally found out about Drink Champs was a viral moment. And I think it might have been one with Big Sean or maybe it was the Kanye West interview, actually. And I think that that's I don't want to say that put Drink Champs on, but it definitely brought Drink Champs to my radar because I'd been seeing it before. But I never took the time to watch it because the episodes are literally always two to three hours. And as The episodes go on, the people get drunker and drunker and they start saying more. So yeah, things can get a little bit crazy over at Drink Champs. And this particular interview that was done with Irv Gotti and freaking Ja Rule was no different, okay? quick background, Irv Gotti and Ashanti were actually dating back in the day. Nobody knew because Irv Gotti was married. So nobody was supposed to know. Okay. First and foremost, they weren't supposed to be messing around anyways. Okay. (laughs) Because the man was married, but furthermore, because he was married, that's also why nobody knew. So, Every once in a while, (laughs) Irv Gotti will just come out of nowhere and he'll just spill some tea. Well, in this particular case, he spilled some tea that Fat Joe did not actually appreciate. Okay, I am going to show you a series of videos from Fat Joe and the videos are literally going to flash back and forth between Fat Joe's rants and what actually happened on Drink Champs. So uh, tune in. Grab some popcorn because you know what I always say: drama is always good when it has nothing to do with you.
4: They drink tense with Irv. You see what he said? I said, yeah, man. Irv got is sucker, man. He a sucker. Whatever Irv has with Shanti is twenty years old, right? And so I know he was making some points that mean a lot to him, his heart and soul. But when you keep ranting about somebody 20 years later, it felt like he's not over the, the young lady, right? And so also we didn't know that they was fucking, right? Cause the whole time I'm there, what's love? Big Pun Record, on tour. i mean, I've never seen them together like that. Now, I'm not saying they wasn't. They was. Or there was rumors they was. I've never seen it. But I don't need to know. I don't need to know. Right? Now, it's okay if it's on a documentary. You got to say your truth for your documentary. But to go to Dream Chance and um, keep calling up. Keep disrespecting. Um guys, I'm not gonna be the one, you know, I'm not the guy, you know, to uh stand up for Sean the brother that, that I'm not the job. we was standing right next to him. And so I'm not gonna be that guy. Yeah, like I'm not telling stories about a girl I was with 20 years
5: ago. Did did that ever get involved with the business part of it? Uh, Like you know that that you guys were most romantically involved. Did that ever like you know trickle down to the business? Like it uh, It helped her. Okay, I'm not trying. I'm not following. It helped her that y'all was together. That y'all was. Yeah, I mean, happy. Big record. Right? Yeah. I'm so happy. Uh-huh. Let me tell you how I happy. <laughs> so happy. Let me let me explain how the relationship and how it worked and how it worked to a dating at this point. Yes. Okay. So we're together. Matching watches. I imagine you both have watch too. I bought a mad. Okay. Okay. Birkin, it's all that. Right. I bought. She 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 gained. Uh mm-hmm. I don't know about none of these. I just mm-hmm. know. Okay. okay. So you Switzerland. Stay out of it. I'm Switzerland. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
4: yeah.
1: We just
5: finished sleeping together or whatever. Okay. I'm taking the shower. I'm in the shower. You know, you can be creative after. Yes. I'm in, in the, the shower.
0: I'll
5: give you the quick story. You can see the full story. On a Murder Egg documentary. On the, That's uh, going to be premiere on let That's premiere on yeah. 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 I think of the whole track in the shower. i um, I get out the shower, I call my chink. I'm on the phone, Chink, yo.
0: Chank
5: huh. We get to the studio. Chink, Chefs it up, the beat, everything. Okay. Now it's time for you to write. Yo, I want to be a feel-good joint. Like mm. summertime things. Mm. I'm so happy, baby. Made me happy. I mean, but the, a the energy, record, record. that energy. That record came about because of our energy. Mm. You missed that energy a little bit? Not anymore. When when like 20 years ago when we stopped like yeah. fresh out of bed I think I asked you this before yeah. I asked you again yeah yeah you don't like, go on her gram sometime and be absolutely like absolutely
1: not now a lot of people have been going in on jaw Rule because you know It's kind of like Ja Rule. How how are you just going to sit there and let this man tell all this woman's business like that? So Ja Rule pulled up on this particular post and he left the comment saying, stop saying I didn't defend sis and all women when I clearly told Gotti to stop calling Ashanti slash women the B word. The same way I told Joe at Versus, watch the interview before you talk ish. Now leave me the F out these grown folks' business. Now, also, if you want to take a screenshot, you can see what some of the replies were saying. Now, part of me wants to be like, yo, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't defend that woman. You was Switzerland, okay? That was not defending her. That was literally staying out of it, just like how you said in these comments. Leave me out of these grown folks' business. However, I actually did not watch the full interview, so I don't know what moment or moments that he may have told Irv Gotti to stop referring to Ashanti in terms that were not her actual name. I don't really know where or when those moments happened, nor do I know the actual energy that he gave out when he potentially quote unquote checked Irv Gotti. What I do know is I do remember watching a Ja Rule and Fat Joe's versus battle. And Fat Joe was saying some rude things about Little Mo and Vita. Now, I would try to find the clip, but I don't feel like scrolling that far back. Uh, however, if you guys remember, Ja Rule did tell him to stop saying that and stop speaking to them like that, but it wasn't really in a, yo, if you don't stop, we're gonna have a problem kind of way. It was kind of like a, now, Fat Joe that's not nice kind of way. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know. So we're going to keep an eye on this situation because really... Shout out to Fat Joe for coming out and saying every single thing that we've been thinking, which is why are you still talking about this woman? You first of all, sir, you were married back then. There's another clip where he's talking about how he was upset and how he found out that uh Ashanti was dating Nelly while he was watching a, a NFL game or something like that or a basketball game. And there was a commotion. And when they came in, they were like, oh, my God, Nelly just walked in here. What Ashanti. And that was how he found out. But it's like, Weren't you married back then? And so my whole thing is It's kind of like The audacity of you to feel One, so entitled To continue telling this woman's business Talking about when you were sleeping together And everything And two If you were married at that time That's obviously why we didn't freaking know But furthermore I just I think I'm with Fat Joe on this one when it's kind of like if you were doing your documentary and you were really talking about how you were writing songs and somebody actually asked you that. Fine. But if you're in the middle of a like of of a drink champs or any just regular interview, that's not a documentary where you literally have to disclose everything. It's kind of unnecessary. But at the same time, at the same time a lot of things become very, very much so unnecessary when you have been drinking and smoking and you have hot lights on you. I'm going to be on the lookout for if Irv Gotti actually decides to apologize or if he comes out and he says anything or if he's like, yo, I recently talked to Ashanti because I've never really heard Ashanti say anything aside from I think it was like things about her contract or um, Irv Gotti not releasing like uh, certain parts of her music to her so that way she could redo her music so she's been trying to redo her album so that way she can get her masters and I guess he won't sell her masters like there's some like real contractual things going on there um, which is unfortunate especially when it's like damn even the the dude that you're sleeping with is even doing you bad like that that is real janky that's real jacked up and I definitely feel bad for her and it makes total sense as to why she wanted to try to re uh record her album but I just feel like when artists have to re-record their album a lot of the times it's just not the same especially when you have these musics where in this particular moment you know they was on some kind of a euphoric high if you know what I mean okay <laughs> So, or if you have a song where you really were heartbroken like it, it's very very hard for you to sometimes sing a heartbroken song when you're not heartbroken over that one particular person anymore it's like it's a different kind of energy you feel me so I don't really know what's going to happen I'm going to keep a lookout for the next time that Any of these people, Fat Joe, uh, Ashanti, Irv Gotti, Ja Rule, heck, even Nori, see if he comes out and says anything, um, talks about this interview because, yeah, I'm curious. It's like, Irv Gotti, why do you keep telling this lady's business? Every every so often, he pops up and says something about Ashanti. And honestly, I feel like the only thing that Ashanti really ever says about Irv Gotti is the fact that she wants her masters. All right, you guys, so we're going to go to another commercial break. And when we come back, (sighs) we gotta talk about this whole Marshawn Lynch thing stay tuned hey guys Basil Gordon here and before heading to Belize Trey Holiday and I had to Make sure we link up with our good friends over at Market Street Shoes to, of course, grab a few things for the trip. From bags to socks, shoes, sunglasses, earrings, and more, before going on any trip, make sure you stop at Market Street Shoes. Trust me, you'll find just what you need to make your trip not only enjoyable, but fashionable. Welcome back to Rewind with Besa. I am highly confused as to what is going on with all these car crashes and just DUI situations, okay? There was the girl in LA that apparently she was... I guess, at her friend's house and got into it with her friend's boyfriend or got into it with somebody and then drove off in her car and old girl was drunk and ended up just speeding through. I want to say she ended up killing about six people. Now they're saying sis is facing about 90 years in prison and turns out, I, I guess she had like She's connected to four other accidents. So that situation is a mess. Definitely going to look more into that. Then there's an actress that is in like critical, critical condition because apparently she was just speeding down the street for whatever reason. Haven't looked more into that yet, but once I do, we will definitely talk about that. And now we got Marshawn Lynch former Seahawk, who basically got arrested in Vegas on a freaking DUI and catch this, when he got pulled over for the DUI, they're saying, and actually not even saying, child, they got pictures of it, okay? Um, his car had missing wheels and flat tires. Now, according to the Neighborhood Talk, former NFL running back Marshawn Lynch was arrested in Las Vegas Tuesday on suspicion of driving under the influence... Lord According to reports, Marshawn was pulled over around 7:25 a.m. near the Las Vegas strip on Fairfield Avenue and West Utah Ave. Sources told the site that he was allegedly tipsy. Sources told the site that he was allegedly tipsy as hell and was driving onto curbs. Marshawn was really out here driving reckless with one tire gone and another flat. He was cuffed and booked for DUI. He was also hit with more charges from failure slash refusing to surrender proof of security, unregistered vehicle, and failure to drive in a travel lane. Lord, I just... Oh, and then, like I said earlier, then there's rumors that the freaking Breakfast Club is gone. Like, I just. (laughs) The drama that has been going on these last few days is crazy. And I didn't realize how much drama was actually happening until I started doing this show daily, because at this point now, I really do have to look to find different stories and really, like, research things a lot faster than I usually would. And usually I would just find things and grab my favorite things. But. I'm noticing that there really is enough content for our daily shows like your favorites and even some of your cousins are really out here doing the most. OK, so look, we're going to go to one more commercial break and then when we come back. We are going to wrap up today's episode of Rewind with Batesa. Welcome back to Rewind with Besa. So in terms of what is going on for uh, the rest of the week, like I said, we are going to have Dr. Sidney Nelson. He is going to be joining the show this week. I'm actually really, really excited to talk to him about this whole monkeypox thing because you guys know I've been telling you about monkeypox for a minute and I have some questions and I definitely need some answers because I thought... I thought it was like, you know, a form of herpes and then doing some more research. It's not. So, yeah, I have a lot of questions also dropping my interview with KJ Wright this week at least I hope to hopefully the edit will be done before the week is over but if not know that this interview is coming and then I also have some more interviews that are getting lined up that I will tell you guys about tomorrow so look in the meantime between time ciao. tell me your thoughts on everything we talked about tonight do you think that these officers in the Breonna Taylor case are actually going to get convicted and have to truly truly do some real deal jail time Um, do you You feel that Irv Gotti is out of pocket for continuously telling Ashanti's business. And what do you think about Marshawn Lynch getting arrested on a DUI? And not only did he get arrested on a DUI, child, he had a flat tire and missing tires. And he was just a driving on the freaking curb. Like... You can't make some of these things up, all right? Tell me your thoughts about everything that we talked about today. And if there's anything happening in Seattle that you want me to look into, definitely shoot me a DM at Basa Gordon and I can let you guys know what's popping. Otherwise, we'll be doing a recap of things happening in Seattle over the next few days tomorrow, if not Thursday. So until I actually get back tomorrow, you already know what to do. Keep up with me on social media at Basa Gordon. And of course, remember to keep your energy high.